The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Here today, a private member's motion uh, prompted a discussion in the Dáil about Ireland's immigration policy. Uh, this motion uh, was uh, uh, tabled by the Rural Independent uh, TDs, amongst them Michael Healy Ray, Independent TD uh, from Kerry. Michael, you're welcome to the show. What is it that you want discussed in the Dáil? Well, I suppose the first thing we wanted to discuss was have a proper debate on our actual policy. Because, uh, for instance, people seeking international protection, the numbers have surged by 150% since the 27th of March, 22, to the 26th of November, 23. And But at the very outset, I stated in my contribution that we in our group are in favour of immigration and immigrants who come here and who are either genuinely seeking asylum, for instance, people who have a, a genuine case of warrior distress, are people coming here to work and to positively contribute to society. And we acknowledged very, very much, and this is the most important thing, the positive contributions of migration to Ireland, recognising that the country has a diverse workforce and especially in crucial, crucial sectors like the healthcare. But however, it is essential for this government and any government to retain the authority to regulate incoming numbers. But very unfortunately, what happened was People on the other side of the house, people who were against our motion for whatever reason best known to themselves, they accused us of everything bar murder. There was actually accusations made today on the record of the Dáil which had to be uh, withdrawn and altered because, to be honest about it, they weren't fair. Mm. And, uh, you know, you can say whatever you like about anybody once it's fair comment and once it's reasonable. But, I mean, we were being accused of being anti-immigrants and that, in other words, we were saying we didn't want anybody coming to this country. I mean, if we didn't have people coming to this country, as you well know, we would be a poorer nation for it. But, but when you see people who travel through many, many countries to come to Ireland seeking protection, you would have to say, why do they pass so many other places before they come here? Now, if they're genuinely coming here and if they're to be accepted, well and good. But what happens then is if people's applications are rejected, mm. it seems to be the same thing to be rejected as not to be because you're not seen to weigh in either. So if your application is actually turned down, there seems to be very little, if any, enforcement in ensuring that the people go back to wherever they came from. And that's no disrespect to them. If they're not allowed to be here, they shouldn't be here. But one thing that everybody gets mixed up with in, we also have the whole Ukrainian situation, which is people, and there is international agreements, emergency yeah. agreements that are put in place. These are families who are fleeing bombing and, and death. And those people are, are welcome here because they have to be here yeah. the same as they have to be in other but, places because they need, they need a safe and secure place to live. Would, would you, Michael, like to see the numbers reduced? Is, is that the problem or is it the problem that well, some of the people who are coming here you don't think should be? Well, you see, what happened today, what we were trying to do was have a proper debate on the whole issue because yeah. for something that is going to potentially cost, and I'm not, I'm not talking yeah, about... Yeah, no, and, 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 and I know, and I, and I, I understand what you're going to say, like, you know, you were kind of uh, uh, opposition TDs and government TDs tried to shut you down. So I, I'm not going to shut you down. So, so answer that question for me. Would you like oh, to see the I numbers mean, reduced? Well, what I'd like to see is a proper policy put in place. In other words... And what is that policy? Here, okay, if you come here, for instance, 
Why is it that 40%, and now this is not a figure I made up, this is Department of Justice figures, 40% of people who come here, come here with no documentation. Now, when they leave the other side, they have documentation, but when they land here, they don't have passports, they don't have any stamped papers, they don't have any, any of the information that you will need to enter into any country. Why or how should that be allowed? Must be to God, we are entitled to say to a person, produce your documentation. Yeah. And if they do then, well, deal with them in a proper... And if, and and if they don't, fashion. what would you like to see happen well, if well, they don't? Well, 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 if they don't, we really have to strengthen our borders then and say, look, this is not a free-for-all because you must remember... That but it just, I, I know, but I just let's talk through the practicality. Somebody gets off a, a boat in Rosslare or they get off a, a plane in Dublin Airport and they say, no, I don't have a passport, don't have any documentation with me. What would you like to... Do you think they should just be put straight back on the, the next plane going back in the direction they came from? Well, the first question would be to get on the plane or the transport method in the first instance, they would have had to produce some type of documentation. Mm. Where did the documentation evaporate during the course of the journey? That's the first thing you'd have to ask. Yes, I believe in the process. If the process could be speeded up, and in other words, if people have the right to remain here, if they are fleeing danger, and if if their lives are in danger, of course, you should be able to keep them. But then, but you should also... But that sounds like the system we have already. No, 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 it's not. Because our system is so slow. People are here for years. Then if they're but you just said that if, if somebody... Okay, I appreciate you say you want it to be quicker, but yes. uh, the yes. issue of people who turn up without documentation, you say we, we, we need to inquire as to where the documentation went and then, but, but if, not, it, and then allow them to apply for asylum and if, if their application is sound, then they're allowed to stay. I mean, yes, the system is slow, but that is the system. But, but, but what we wanted to debate here today, and it's so important to have debate. Remember, our job as legislators is to mind the public's purse strings. And this, this accommodation, for example, and this cost is going to be half a billion euros in, uh, in 2023. And that's quite reasonable to expect that. So we're entitled to ask questions. We're entitled to scrutinize the actual mm. policy that we have. And by doing so, that does not mean that you're a racist. I mean, for goodness sake, when we go out and when we use transport, when we use half the services that we have in this country, we are very fortunate that we have people who came here, who made this their home, and they're extremely welcome here, and they're contributing to society, and we're richer for them. But at the same time, we have to say that there are severe pressures on our housing, on our healthcare, on all the services we have. So we have to question exactly what is happening. And if we didn't question that in a reasonable and sound and thoughtful way, I believe we would be falling down in our duties. But for other people to be shouting us down and accusing us of things that we're not, that's very, very unfair. Aon O'Reardon is with us. He's the Labour Party spokesperson on education. Aon, do you think now is the time for this debate? Well, I mean, we're, we're, we're always happy to debate any issue. You have to excuse the division bells going off here for the channel, so there might be a little bit of uh, background noise. But, um, look, we had a racist riot in Dublin City Centre two weeks ago, uh, and in reaction to that, the Royal Independence decided that this was the time to put down a motion on immigration. Not on the far right, not on guards, not on policing, not on tackling uh, racism, but on immigration. I'm quite sure if I was involved in that riot and in propagating uh, you know, that type 
uh, of poison. I'd be quite happy uh, that there was a debate this morning uh, on immigration. But Michael E. Ray is giving a very, you know, reasoned view as to why uh, why they did what they did. But that's not what the Royal Independence have been doing over the past period of time. Another member of the Royal Independence, Danny Healy Ray, has five times in the last month in dull contributions linked immigration with criminality. And on the Tuesday, November the 7th, he said, there are families with young children and there are older people who are scared alive. Now, if Michael Dini Ray is trying to give us the impression that he's looking for a reasoned debate on immigration, well, then why are so many members of the Royal Independents on the floor of the House? And I can only imagine what they're saying in public meetings or at doorsteps, whipping up fear and making the, the connection between immigration and criminality as often as they possibly can. And there are other members of the Royal Independents who have made mm. suggestions that our culture is being taken from us because of the levels uh, of immigration. And what I said in my own contribution today was that it is really, you know, lowest common denominator politics uh, for a political representative uh, to say to their own people uh, that they need to be afraid of the outsider because all of this is based around cheap politics yeah. and vote for me stuff. And Michael himself, I mean, he's a businessman, he's earned half a million in the last year on accommodating Ukrainian refugees. That's, that's his own business. That's what he does. He's on the record of calling asylum seekers, hoodlums, blackguards, uh, and freeloaders in the past. And if he wants to trade off that rhetoric, okay. that's well, his title. But it is my re- responsibility, yeah. and the responsibility of my party, to call that out okay. when it's said. M- Michael, you no doubt want to respond to that. Well, first of all, I'll start off with the issue of the rights a couple of weeks ago and to say that we saw this debate today uh, on foot of the rights in Dublin. That's factually incorrect because the record of the Dáil will state that for the last eight months, the leader of our group, Deputy Matthew McGrath, and our, the rest of us have been seeking a debate on our actual policy. With the last eight months, I actually asked Deputy Matthew McGrath that today because I wanted to have my facts right. And he said eight months ago, we started asking for a debate. The government didn't give in to the debate. And that's why we had to put down uh, this private uh, members debate ourselves today to get it on the agenda and to get it on the floor of the dog. With regard to, for example, my own business, I'm providing accommodation with nearly four decades. I said this at the beginning of the debate today because before, because Adan would like to give the impression that that's something that I'm you know, not talking about. Before I spoke today on this issue, I actually read it into the record of the Dáil that with four decades, I provide accommodation to Irish families, to workers, to students. And then and I said, and in recent times, mm. I answered the call that, to house uh, Ukrainian families. And I do house a number okay. of Ukrainian families. And can I ask you one question? Is Adan trying to say there's something wrong with that? There's nothing the world wrong with that. No more than there is providing accommodation for Irish people. And no. I think Aon was suggesting people. that what was yeah. wrong was your, your description of, of, of migrants as hoodlums and blackguards. D- did you say that? Well, 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 he had to do a share of digging to find that. 22 years ago, there was a certain incident, right? And a certain event where words like that might have been said by me, right? And I actually had to check My. this. And I couldn't even find it for 22 years ago. Mm. He'd like to give the impression that I said it last week. But this is the type of politics 
that we've seen today and Aidan had to withdraw remarks that he made today on the record of the doll. That's because not true. No, he, no, he I, had to, I, had to re, hey, I had to rephrase the word lies to the word mistruths, which effect, effectively means the same thing. <laughs> yeah. You're not allowed to say lies yeah, in the well, courthouse. Yeah, well, I think that would be you had to change what you said. And uh, that's factual. But look, you're perfectly entitled. The man is perfectly entitled to take the view that he wants. But I think that on behalf of the taxpayers of Ireland, on behalf of the people who question our policy, and just because you question yeah. policy, that does not mean that you uh, are trying to say anything wrong against people who come here. For instance, I just want to tell you this. There either I was brought up in, uh, in the Kinmare, Kilgarvan, Sneem, Tusis, Derry's. Back over the years, I'm talking about going back 30 and 40 years, yeah. we were very, very fortunate in that people, in particularly from Holland and all that direction, came to our side of the country and they lived there and they enriched our community yeah. greatly. And if we didn't have those people, believe me, we wouldn't be half as good or diverse a place to live. And they changed our lives positively. And then when I hear somebody like Edan or anybody else, I'm not picky on him, but he's picky on us, so I'm going to defend ourselves. When I hear him accusing us of all these horrible things, it makes me feel real bad because he's trying to make us out to be something that we're not mm. just because we ask questions. I don't think there's anything wrong with asking okay. questions about Ma- I, I, I started with Michael Aon. It's only uh, f- fair to finish with you a final word. They're just asking questions. Well, I, I read out a few quotes here from Danny Healy Ray, and these are on the record of the door. We do not know where these are coming from, who they are, or what record they have. That was on Wednesday, November 22nd. Tuesday, November 14th. Old and young people, especially women, are fearing for their safety with this number of people being placed beside them. Wednesday, November 8th. Elderly people, women and children are worried for their safety in this area. I've already given the one about uh, people being scared alive. October 25th. The other thing is that people looking for asylum here commit serious crime. They are making a deliberate attempt to frighten people, to fear people, to fear the outsider, connecting immigration with criminality. They know what they're doing. It's wrong. And what they did on the floor of the house this morning was wrong. And they don't like it when they're called out. Aon Oriodon, Michael Healy-Ray, thank you both very much uh, for joining me. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.